Welcome to this Nutri Ingredients USA podcast. And I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Andrew Shaw, who is the Senior Vice President of Scientific and Regulatory Affairs at the Washington, D.C.-based Council for Responsible Nutrition. Now, uh, we're here at Expo West in Anaheim, uh, Andrew, um, and uh, you'll be giving a, a seminar at some point, which will look in part into the regulatory setup here in the U.S., and, um, and, and part of that will be health claims. If we can cast our eyes across the pond to Europe, um, now, the, one of the most common statements that has come from the European Food Safety Authority of late in regard to its approach to health claims has been, causality is not demonstrated. What's your take on the criteria involved that um, leads to a, a statement like that being made so, so frequently? Well, uh, first of all, thank you for having me, Shane. Um, I think that uh, there's a, a couple of different things going on at different levels. One is it appears that EFSA is really trying to apply a drug-like paradigm to the valuation of health claims or health benefits for nutrients or bio- bioactives. Um, we've known for a long time, and we've been saying it uh, really around the world, uh, that that uh, that is not the correct approach to uh, uh, apply a evidence-based medicine or drug-like evaluation paradigm to evaluate the effects of nutrients. And that's what it seems ESSA is doing here, at least that's what we infer from the language in their opinions that says you have not established causality. Um, the other thing that uh, EFSA does not appear to be doing is taking into, the na- uh, taking into account the nature of the claim. The claim is not saying that, for example, lutein will prevent macular degeneration. That's not what the claim is. It's lutein supports eye health. It's very broad. It's very general. But that speaks to the evidence base that supports it, which is also equally broad and general, ranging from in vitro to animal to epidemiological and some intervention trials. If you do look at the totality of the evidence, as EFSA claims to do, you could easily show and get widespread agreement that there is substantiation for that. So why do they say no? Okay, and the the reason I I think they say no is because uh, they're looking for proof for a therapeutic claim that a drug treats a disease. You need a proof. It, it's much more black and white. When you're talking about general support statements, there is a continuum of evidence. There is a continuum of benefit, and it isn't as black and white. And what EFSA is trying to do is provide a black and white answer to something that is a gray kind of continuum, and it doesn't fit. What about on this side of the pond? Is it, the similar, is it a similar criteria in place here? Well, I, I think to a large extent it is quite similar uh, in that FDA, too, seems to be applying an evidence-based medicine paradigm to the evaluation of nutrient effects, holding the randomized trial as the gold standard or even the only standard. The difference, I think, is that what we're seeing with FDA is a more transparent process. We see their response letters to qualified health claim petitions. They're very detailed in outlining the agency's rationale for its decision-making. It has an evidence-based review guidance that has been put out. The agency is out in various trade shows and conferences talking with the public, talking with the industry. This is our approach. This is how we evaluate the data. Now, we may not agree with them on all points, but at least we see their thought process, and we're having dialogue with them about it. And I don't see that necessarily happening with EFSA. But if the model is the same, if the criteria is the same, then you're still going to have the same mass rejection of health claims. But I think in the case of FDA is uh, they're taking into account the nature of the claim, and it's not black and white. 
and do you see any potential for change in the in the European system? Uh, I'm not as familiar with the European system, but if EFSA is willing to be open-minded and have a dialogue with industry and other stakeholders, it's not just about selling products here. It's about getting the right answer, not the answer you want, but the right answer. If they're willing to open, have an open dialogue with the industry, it's possible that the, the approach could be modified in a way that takes into account the fact that nutrients are not like drugs and neither are bioactives and that science is evolving process, that this is a continuum and it's not simply a black and white situation. All right. Well, uh, thanks very much for your time, Andrew. Shane Starling for Nutri-Ingredients USA at Expo West.